You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode number 78 of the Blended Family Podcast. I got some great feedback from the Mother's Day episode we did last week with Amy, so thank you for that. We enjoyed doing it, and I think we will probably do it again. Feedback on any of the shows can be sent to my email, which is melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com, or if you prefer, you can send me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash blendedfamilypodcast. So today's show is about moving past mistakes, and it was prompted by a listener question. It was such a great question that I thought it could really be an entire show. So let me read you the question first, and I won't share her name to respect her privacy. She says, Melissa, I could sure use some help. I am a stepmom and struggling. I've been married to my husband for almost two years. My two children, ages six and eight now, seem to have accepted and loved my husband, for which I'm grateful. My stepchildren, ages 13 and 15 now, who live with us full time, hate me. I have made a lot of mistakes on the don'ts list and maybe even the do's list. I know every situation is different and I have been to counseling and the library listening to ebooks and podcasts, but I really could use help in mending fences that seem to have been broken. My stepkids and my own kids respectively have gone through a lot of changes. They moved away from their small town to a bigger town about an hour and a half away, new schools, moved into my home, now ours. We've remodeled the home to fit everybody, give them each their own room. I came in like a wrecking ball with discipline because it honestly did not exist before and I realize how many mistakes I've made there. The children are doing better in school and my stepdaughter has friends. My stepson doesn't seem to have made any close friends, but I guess that is what it was like for him prior to the move. But their bio mother has taken a new interest in getting custody of them and being in their lives. She doesn't care for me and pretty mean things have been and are parroted back to me confirming this. It's escalated to names and daily behavior that are quite a boring. Although I'm trying very hard not to wear my heart on my sleeve, I have not mastered the art of hiding my hurt, so my stepdaughter has kicked it up a notch and is delivering some pretty powerful blows. And I've stood behind my husband in keeping the children in his custody because just a year ago, the children's bio mother was doing drugs in front of my stepson. The kids, unfortunately, have been manipulated and drugged as pawns in their mother's and father's custody case. My husband and I have been pretty good with keeping sealed lips. However, we both have slipped on two to three occasions, but it's all out pawn playing on the other side and has been from the beginning. Any kind of advice would be appreciated, whether it's from you personally or referring me to material that may help me now knowing mistakes have been made. Well, thank you for that question. Okay, so there's a lot going on here, but really what it comes down to is the listener is wanting to repair relationships that have been damaged from previous mistakes. And this is really a great question, right? Because we all make mistakes when we form blended families. None of us knows how to do everything right. We don't have a manual. And luckily these days we have the internet and other resources, this podcast even, to help us through. But sometimes by the time we turn to those things, it's because we feel like we need help and we already know that we did some things we regret. To this listener, 
you say you made some mistakes in the past, but you don't say exactly what they were. You did say you made some mistakes with discipline, and I assume you were just trying to lay the ground rules, which you had to do, but in any case, you feel like you handled things wrong, and now you want to fix it. Well, the good news is it's never too late to turn things around. Nothing is irreparable, in my opinion. We all make mistakes in life, in our relationships, with our families. Not one of us can say that we did everything perfectly in life. The key is learning how to move past it. That's really what life is all about. So I'm going to break it down in three easy steps. But before we get to that, I want to talk about the types of mistakes we make in relationships that cause us problems. And I've made this list here. And I really think when it comes down to it, you can really take any mistake and put it into one of these categories. So the first mistake that people make, thinking that you're always right. This is a classic mistake made by so many people. It's only human to want to be right, to want to win in an argument, but we need to stop and think, is it really important to be right? And how do you know if you're right? You might feel like you're right, but so does the other person. So instead, put yourself in the other's shoes and imagine how they feel. And instead of worrying about who's right, think of what you can do to fix the situation. If two people are both set on making sure they're right, nothing will get resolved. The next mistake, trying to change someone. We cannot control other people and we can't change them. Sure, people can change, but it's because they want to change, not because you're pushing it. I've talked about Sean's anger before. I tried for years to change him, but what really worked was him realizing that his anger didn't serve him, and he truly didn't want to live that way anymore. And of course, I was trying to help him along the way, but it had to be his decision. We can help our loved ones by encouraging them to make changes in their life, but we really can't make that happen. Only they have the power to do that. So instead of trying to change others, Work on yourself and how you react to things. That's something you do have control over. Next, pleasing others at the expense of yourself. This one is major in the blended family. Lots of us bury our own feelings and wants just to not rock the boat. I'm really guilty of this because I'm a people pleaser and people like me always want to make everyone else happy and we would rather suffer ourselves as long as others have their way. But in the long run, this won't serve you well. You will end up having some resentment, so you really need to change that, which doesn't mean become selfish and only care about your own wants, but you need to have some balance. You may think you're being smart by avoiding conflict, but you're giving away your power. Another mistake we make in relationships and families is we expect people to know what we want. We think or assume that others should just know how we feel. He should have known that was gonna make me angry or she knows that really hurts my feelings. Just because we're close with people doesn't mean they know all of our innermost feelings. We want them to and maybe they should in some cases if you've discussed it in the past, but to be fair, not everyone remembers and not everyone realizes what they should. The only true way for others to know what you want is by you communicating it to them. And I always tell you how important communication is. And it needs to be constant. 
That's how relationships grow and evolve successfully. It's by always communicating your wants and your needs to your partner and your family members so they know what you want and how you truly feel. Okay, next, not managing anger. When a situation goes down in a family or in a relationship, you can make the situation much worse by flying off the handle. We all need to learn how to manage our anger. If you have to walk away and calm down, that's far better than saying things you can't take back. Before you say anything, think if what you're about to say is going to help or hurt the situation. Next mistake we make, not giving ourselves time. Blended families are busy. There's limited time to do the things we need to, let alone find time to do the things we enjoy. But if you don't find the time to carve out for yourself, or even for you as a couple, you're going to be miserable. Schedule in whatever it is that you need for your sanity. If that's a coffee with a friend, a yoga class, a game of golf, or date night, do it. Whatever it is that brings you some joy, maybe once a week, even once every other week. Otherwise, your blended family is going to feel like all work, no fun, and that's not pleasant for anybody. Next mistake, neglecting relationships. Again, blended families are so chaotic. We tend to rush through the days and we just get by, especially if you have it where you have all the kids at the same time. At our house on a kid weekend, it's pure chaos. Kids running in and out, fridge opening and closing all day. Who needs a ride where? It's hard. We try to give everyone equal attention, but that's not always possible. Just make sure that you're nurturing each of your relationships. So that means with your bio kids, with your step kids, and with your partner. They're all important, and they all need to be cared for in different ways. And the final mistake I think we make in families is feeling guilty. Why is this a mistake? Well, as much as I think it's important to recognize mistakes we made and try to fix them, it doesn't serve us to focus on our guilt. We can't go back and change the past, so why stay in a state of guilt? You're only hurting yourself. If you want to fix a mistake, then fix it. Move forward. Let go of the guilt. If the person you hurt is holding your mistake over your head or throwing it in your face, which is causing you to hold on to the guilt, well, that's a whole other problem, and they're wrong for that. If they choose to forgive you, they need to forgive you and move on. But there's no need for you to keep feeling guilty if you're trying to make things right and if your intentions are pure. So those are some common mistakes we make, and I'm sure there are more. In the case of our listener, she may have made the mistake of thinking she was right, trying to change someone. Definitely, she seems to be feeling guilty. And that's why I said most of our issues boil down to one or more of these mistakes. And I'll put that list in the show notes for you too. Now that you have that information, what do you do now? What do you do when you realize you made mistakes and you want to fix it? I told you I'd give you three steps. Step one, acknowledge your mistake. Sounds simple? It's actually very hard for many people. Admitting we did something wrong, well, it's kind of painful. We can't fix what we don't acknowledge. That's why I love this listener question. She admits there were mistakes made, and she owns up to the fact that she was responsible for some of it. And that's the first step, admitting the problem and taking responsibility for your part. 
it's really easy to try and pin the blame on someone else, and that feels better, but that's not gonna fix things. Take some inventory, go back, look at the situation, and see what part you played in it, and try to figure out why, and see if you can categorize it into one of the mistakes we talked about. Step two, apologize. This is also hard, especially with certain people. Some people are easy to apologize to and others not so much, but it's part of the process. And people know whether you're being sincere or not, so don't bother apologizing if you don't really mean it. I always say, please forgive me instead of I'm sorry, but either works. Please forgive me kind of presents as a question and I just think it sounds a little more sincere. Remember, with apologizing, the person doesn't have to accept your apology, but you still need to do it. And then you need to give them time to think things over if they need it. And step three, learn and grow from it. To me, there are no real mistakes in life if we can learn a lesson from it. So think what this mistake has taught you. What lesson can you learn from it? And then grow from it by changing whatever behavior caused the mistake in the first place. Try to make amends with the person you hurt. Ask them what you can do to help make up for it. And most importantly, don't repeat the same mistakes. If you continue to make the same mistakes and you're apologizing for it, well, you just won't seem sincere and people will be less likely to continue to forgive you. So there they are. Acknowledge, apologize, and learn. Now, what do you do when the person refuses to accept your apology? You've tried to make things right. You've asked for forgiveness, but they won't budge. You don't have to keep apologizing. If you were sincere, that should be enough. You do need to have patience, though. Sometimes, depending on what the offense was, people need time to process things. Also, they may want to see if you really mean it by your actions. Anyone can speak an apology, but we know they really mean it by their actions, right? So make sure you're doing your part to prove that you really want to change. And that's really all we can do. We can't control others. And so all you can do is love them anyway and pray they come around. And at least you know that you have tried to make things right. So you can find some peace in your heart with that. Now with blended families, we know this can be complicated. It's not like having a falling out with a friend who you never have to face again. This is family. So let's say a step-parent and stepchild is in the case of our listener here. Well, this is really difficult because bio-parent is going to fill in the middle. And as adults, we can be the bigger person. Children, and mostly teenagers, usually can hold grudges for ages. Bio-parent is gonna be the most influential over the children, so gentle nudging can work. Initially, though, some space may be necessary, but really you need to lay some ground rules here. The kids should never feel they have the power to ruin their parent relationship by not liking the partner. There needs to be rules in the house where there has to be respect regardless of feelings. Family members need to treat one another with kindness and respect. And in this case, that needs to be set by the dad. Let me speak to the listener for a moment. It sounds to me like the kids are blaming a lot on you. The circumstances set it up this way. They had to move, and the move was a big change, and the move was to your home. A child is naturally gonna pin that on you. Then you had to enforce discipline, which I can understand because they needed it. But in the beginning stages, 
Well, that probably would have been better coming from your husband, even if you were coaching him behind closed doors. Since it came from you, they blamed you for it. As far as slipping on words a few times, we've all done that, and I'm sure they're hearing it on both sides. You stop doing that, which is good. The kids will watch all of this and discover the proper and improper parenting that is going on, and it sounds like bio mom is making far more mistakes than you. Yes, the daughter is pouncing on you because she knows it's getting to you. Why do kids do that? They just do. Stop reacting to it. I know that's hard, but don't react in front of her because she knows it's bothering you. And at this point, just be the best stepmom you can be. But in order to repair this relationship, if I was you, I would allow dad to take over the majority of the discipline at least for now, and he needs to know why this is important. If he wants you to have a good relationship with his kids, he needs to let you build it. I would sit down and have a talk with your stepdaughter, and even both of the kids, or all of them, and talk about the way things initially were when they moved in, and why you see now that it wasn't a good setup. Apologize for what you felt was wrong on your part. Explain what you'd like to change and how you plan to do it. Ask them for forgiveness and ask them what they would like to see for the family. Now, that's a scary position to be in. It's vulnerable, I know, but it can be a new start. Well, let me also say this. I'm sure they don't hate you. 13 and 15, kids that age don't like anyone most of the time. They're teenagers. Gosh, my own don't even like me half the time. You also have only been married for two years, but you don't say how long you were dating before that. Two years is not a lot of time. Step-parent and step-child relationships can take years to develop, and it really doesn't help that you came around during this temperamental time of their lives. Time heals a lot. I know this situation seems hopeless right now, but I promise things get easier. You also don't say if your husband stands behind you or against you on a lot of this, and that does matter as well. For things to work, you need to stay a team. That doesn't mean you need to agree on everything, but you need lots of communication and you need to present as a team in front of the kids. So I hope my answer helps you some and feel free to write me back if you need to. And thank you again for such a great question. And for the rest of you, let me just recap those lists. First, the common mistakes we make in relationships, thinking you're always right, trying to change someone, pleasing others at the expense of yourself, expecting others to know what we want, not managing anger, not giving ourselves time, neglecting relationships, feeling guilty. And then the three steps to fixing a mistake, once again, are number one, acknowledge, number two, apologize, and number three, learn and grow from it. Like I said, I'll post those both of those lists in the show notes for you so you can refer to it. And I hope this show was helpful not only to the listener who wrote in, but to all of you who feel discouraged by past mistakes. It's never too late to mend relationships. We have nothing to lose and everything to gain by at least trying. Feedback can be sent to me by email, melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And if you have a question for me, send that in as well. Next week, celebrity blended families, and then a little break for Memorial Day and my honeymoon. It's getting close now. I love you guys. Have a great week. Bye.
You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.